Welcome back to The Walk with me, Masi Munyange. Today's episode we have a guest called Kahiga, who at some point in his career felt alone. Thanks Masi for having me. My name is Kahiga Ngata. Welcome to The Walk, Kahiga. Please introduce yourself. Uh, okay, thanks uh, Masi. I started working in 2013, uh, just before I graduated. I was working in a university, but the good, uh, the fortunate or unfortunate thing is I got that job before I graduated. So my pay reflected the same. I was employed as a casual with the promise that I'll be hired as a graduate in like two or three months once I graduated. Kahiga, take us through your career journey. So after uni or after that, I was in the university. I stayed there for one year. So how much did your first job pay you? So my first paycheck was 432 shillings per day and that excludes the weekend. After 432 shillings, after the first year we were given a raise. After that, uh, I didn't stay there for too long. I moved to another organization. It was a pretty huge organization. And how I got that job, interestingly, is the day before the interview, I called my cousin and told them I was going for an interview. And they sent me a link. And those questions are the ones that I was asked during that interview. So that interview, I did really well. After that, I moved to a startup. And from, I think, 2016 to about until 2021. Your career profession is in which area? Okay, so I'm principal in in IT, uh, specifically in support. Tell us some of the challenges you have faced while working in IT. It's ups and downs. It's an interesting journey. The challenge with IT is it keeps growing and you definitely can't catch up with everything that's coming up. Uh, But it's been an interesting journey. I think I enjoy working and I plan to keep it that way. How did the pandemic affect your career? During that pandemic, at work, things have started getting tensed. So I had that feeling that uh, it's just a matter of time. But I for sure knew that uh, retrenchment was coming. So I think around April, May, around there, we were told to go work from home. And I knew uh, anytime from now, retrenchment was coming. Take us through your retrenchment process and explain to us how you handled the job loss. I think for me, fortunately or unfortunately, I'd seen, I'd previously been in two organizations where there was uh, redundancy and retrenchment. Uh, but during those two exercises, I was, I wasn't affected. Uh, I remember one of my former colleagues telling us, if you, if you ever retrench that month, that salary, please use it for therapy. I didn't know what it uh, meant then. So fast forward, uh, there's this retrenchment going and uh, I saw it before because there were changes in the organization, unnecessary changes, there was a lot of pressure. So for me, I'd seen it coming, I'd started applying for jobs. I remember one day my manager busted me and it was a lecture. For me, I think I just made peace and I knew it was a matter of when the announcement will come. So fast forward, uh, the call came, I remember it was a 20-30 minute call, the call came and uh, for me, I was, I remember I was very casual about it and my manager I remember she he or she thought that I was a joker that uh, how can I take this job loss that uh, casually but for me I'd seen it coming and I I didn't see a way forward or a way out of it in that in the organization I was in I remember the first two months yes I was busy doing a few things but after that now reality starts to sink in 
uh, every month there's no money in coming in. there's no money coming in you're just making withdrawals from your account and uh, yeah i remember when you used to like let's say you're hanging out with your friends and you're paying a bill it, you'd get uh, lucky upset and you're wondering you guys know i don't have a job so for me it's just money out and uh uh, yeah it used to like hit you differently i think there was also a lot of triggers in terms of you call your friend and they say i can't talk now i'm in a meeting uh, that's now when reality starts to like really kick in that uh, for real you don't have a job then you apply for jobs and they say you are an ex- you are a good fit but you are an expensive hire so there was also that uh, so you're wondering do i go back to a salary you're earning many years ago uh, are you ready for that uh, change of lifestyle personally i wasn't i didn't want to downgrade so there was that i think there were a lot also a lot of emotions like who do you like call or who do you reach out like if you want uh, money for example who can you like openly tell and they won't ask you questions or they won't charge you so who could you like honestly and openly reach out to i think it was a very it was a very interesting journey what i really learned is you really have to be strong mentally i think uh, it also really helped me to to know you know growing up you always told be aware of who your friends are uh, keep your circle close you don't under, really understand some things until it happens to you so for me i really got to understand who who you can reach out to personally who you can reach out to professionally and uh, i yeah, just appreciating the the few close friends or uh, appreciating the few close confidence that you could like openly talk to what are some of the emotions you went through after the retrenchment it really didn't hit me until like august september you start calling people they tell you i'm in a meeting i'll call you back now you can't like keep chilling anymore uh, you have bills to pay of course and there was that uh, feeling that you are alone you know do you call back your former boss and tell them you want to come back do you lose your ego and i think during that time uh, what i really learned is difficult times help you to make you better but i think during that time i've never felt alone like that How did you navigate your walk towards getting back on your career path? What I did is I just I told close people that I'm looking for something, started applying jobs, got an opportunity through a friend. So there was this farm that had like lots of money and they wanted to make an impact like in Africa so they were looking for places where they can invest money i got into that and uh, one of the projects that we started was this water kiosk we were in the business of bottling purifying and uh, selling water so what has been your greatest lesson in your work the greatest lesson in my career journey is i think there are a couple it's mm-hmm. not one first you must be strong and by strong i mean mental fortitude so that's one being strong and being strong is being strong mentally i think the second thing that i learned was at the end of the day you are alone people will be there you'll be given handouts or you'll be people will feel here for you for some time but they also have their own lives they have their challenges so life goes on life goes on for them and life must go on for you you're not the first person to experience a tragedy you're not the first person to lose a job or be retrenched there is that life goes on i think lastly is just be 
just be truthful just be honest with yourself and just know where to like rank or rate people because i think they are like uh, there's a famous quote that says uh, never forget the three different people in your life so basically those who helped you in your difficult times those who left you in your difficult times and those who put you in difficult times and finally what advice would you give the younger people who are starting out my advice to people who are starting out i'd say is first know yourself by knowing yourself i mean know your strengths know your weaknesses and know what you want and know your why the reason i'm saying that is your personality or basically who you are really affects the person you are the kind of relationship you have with people and uh, your professional life as well let me give my personal example my first job i was earning about 432 per day call it eight less than 10000 uh i got that job in february so in class or rather the classmates who used to hang out with i was the one who had a job so if we used to meet for drinks i would be told they when unafanya kazi and understandably so so i'd remember i'd buy let's say a bottle of or two but now you would remain with like 4000 for example so fast forward like uh, i remember eight months later a very close friend of mine got a got a job and they got an intern and they earn in 30000 so me from my 8000 but it's a full time job and the intern earning at 30000 there was that uh, you have to do some reconciliation fast forward 3 months later they got a job and they earned 60000 so growing up i, I remember I used to be told uh, start small uh, blah 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 but over the years what i've come to learn is just know yourself know what you like and know your money preferences or know your money usage so my friend who was earning 60000 is very conservative with money myself if i earn 1000 i'll spend 950 shillings so you need to know yourself or rather understand yourself so that you're able to set those high ambitious goals i know we get uh, a lot of advice on spend your money wisely minimize your expenses and stuff but i think personally what what matters if you understand yourself you will know what triggers you and what doesn't trigger you i think my advice long story short to the upcoming guys know yourself i think from there you'll be comfortable selling your worth if you think your worth is a million dollars that's fine but please be ready to prove your worth or show your value for for that We have come to the end of the walk episode 7 where Kahiga felt that he was alone but not alone he got up and walked through his career journey see you in the next episode